Christmas Eve, actually, it's and not on the Christmas Eve. This is it. This is it. It's gonna come up in uh, like two halves, I guess. And I mean, this is just a laid-back conversation. This is like no books, no discuss this <laughs> discussion. We are the protagonists here. We uh, are we, the ones that are going uh, to rock this world. <laughs> there, there are gonna be a lot of sighs from me because. I'm done being over dramatic. Like, oh, I sometimes you know, Tanisha, I feel like I'm kind of putting up a show. Although I'm not actually, when I'm like reading the books and when I'm talking about it, I feel the emotions so strongly that I kind of feel the need to emphasize those, and that's the point. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it, right? Like sometimes you feel that. when you're reading it for the first time and the second time you are trying to depict it or you know kind of convey the feelings it is kind of a hard job because conveying feelings like feelings can't be really conveyed so it can get a little tricky i guess that we can yeah. excuse ourselves in that <laughs> yeah um so apparently the year is going to end guys the year is going to end when did it start Oh, I don't know. Seriously. Oh man. This has been going around in the memes constantly. Exactly. But... I was going to talk about that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you say. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know, it, it's been on the memes constantly like when the 2021 start. When is it ending? But it is true. So don't blame us if we are repeating stuff you have already seen because we are humans. Guys. it's like i saw this meme specifically i don't know whether you have seen that or not i've seen this like multiple times in the internet whether it's in the pinterest or it's in instagram it's basically like uh me still recovering or like uh processing the emotions that i felt in 2020 me realizing that it's going to be 2022 the next month and i'm like ah, oh that's that is that's so, so true that's so true oh like, man It is so strange but you know when I was much younger I really felt that years used to go by slowly and at this point I'm 18 and it is like oh my god I turned 17 yesterday when did I become 18 e, I I don't I don't know I mean okay uh I feel like this year was I don't feel like I have grown up to be 18 very fast because I've actually had so many phases in life when I was like time is not going just run get on the race you freaking tortoise but yeah I was like this year that it was only happened in 2020 other than that 
I don't think I ever felt like time was going slow. I, it was constantly too fast oh. for me. Oh. Ha. Huh. I don't know. Uh, it never happened for me. But to be honest, like... Maybe, uh, maybe I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't think I'm it's... I'm definitely lazy. I think you need a laid-back atmosphere to process all your thoughts, Tanisha. Because... you are a fellow overthinker mm. so i guess you need <laughs> a longer span of time to process all the emotions and thoughts and so that you can you know like keep up with your brain because your brain is producing so much stuff and you are like the other part of your brain that connects yeah. it with your soul is kind of working too hard so it's getting less time and so you feel like you need more time so yeah maybe <laughs> this year was like kind of i don't know um personally for me it but well, 2020 was a real roller coaster here not going to lie but ah <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> i don't think anybody can actually doubt it like i don't know a single person for whom the last year went fabulous last year as in 2020 Yeah. It's soon gonna be 2022. This, this is not. This is not the last year yet. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, so honestly, like, ah, uh, when I was in quarantine, I feel like 2020 was actually flowing. It was creeping on the ground, and like, yeah, it's like it was like a crawling corpse moving towards the. Yeah, I mean, and I don't understand, like. It is so strange, you know, the way we get used to things. When I remember when, you know, the entire lockdown phase first started, I am a person who loved school, like anything. I was, you know, I was a person who just, I don't know, like I wanted to be one with my school. I had that oh. kind of affection <laughs> to it. I still do, I still do, honestly. So uh, when it happened, like I couldn't stand summer vacation. even oh <laughs> vacation was fine because that was kind of like the festive mood going on or everything i couldn't stand summer vacation so when two months passed i was i was sure i was going to go insane if i didn't see a school building again seriously And over time like wow. yeah yeah i i i always had such because you know uh, like every other person other than my family that ever mattered to me I found there every, each and every. I never had proper playmates. I never had what can I say proper, you know, what can I say? Just people you know. Everybody I knew other, outside my family, I knew for from school. So yeah, it uh. mattered to me a lot. So yeah, I thought I would go insane, but after about eight or nine months passed, it was strangely okay. like i was cool but staying in my room all day but right now like i am so attached to my room anybody ah, needs to create yes. a ruckus to call me downstairs even exact oh my oh my god uh, by the way downstairs is because she has her own house with this two story building and me because i live in an apartment or a flat as we indians call it as well as the british <laughs> so it's a foreign word for me but honestly i felt like Uh, honestly speaking when the 2020 started and the lockdowns and all that started i was like kind of i kind of enjoyed it and i was like always so happy because i was it was like a 
forced vacation to me in spite of the fact that it wasn't and people were dying and something like that but i i just convinced myself that i'm not going to look at the bigger picture here because i need to lead my own life and so i'm going to be selfish and i know it sounds cruel but at that time i was just i was not even the same person because yeah. you're being oh. happy about it if you were sad it wouldn't save lives right like you couldn't save lives by being sad there is um, there is no way you could like yeah. force the feelings so yeah maybe it is okay it is absolutely okay yeah I mean, but i it wasn't I still... like you caused the pandemic <laughs> right so yeah maybe instead of that <clears throat> what i did was like i saved numerous lives because if i was a vac- uh, virus carrier then i actually saved lives <laughs> i was actually a marvel superhero <laughs> as i wanted um yeah like but honestly i kind of was enjoying that and then it happened like then after like 3 4 months or something or maybe not even that long i was like probably maximum 2 to 3 months inside this pandemic and then i felt it I felt the darkness creeping in and i was like oh man that was a dark 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 stage so how was your year like year as in 2021 delisha for me it honestly i don't know like it was three things basically first of all it was hectic that is the first thing <laughs> that comes to my mind oh yeah but other other than that you know it was literally like you know uh, when uh, you are a born victim and you like i am not a born victim i'm just oh. just oh want to clear that out yeah like i was scared <laughs> oh my god what have the metaphors got it you oh know wow. i burnt nothing i was <laughs> i was i don't know jumping around constantly uh. but uh, like when you are born victim and you you feel the pain but after that comes this period where when you have to be in a seclusion to not catch anything right like not get infected 2021 was kind of like that period for me i was ah. trying not to get infected again so it was wow. also that and at the same time it was also the time like i think i am at this point of my life i have kind of given up on being absolutely a social butterfly i'm never going to be that <laughs> i am pretty sure about that right now but ah. i don't to be okay with it you know i have seen it, it was always constantly bothering me because a lot of people had a lot of friends and i always had a very tight compact oh, circle man. and i didn't know anybody outside that and like i think this was the year i i actually appreciated it so yeah and how oh, was yours oh man when you see that i i can't even unsee that fact the moment you like mentioned about the friendship and whatever I'm going to go into a long ramble about friendship right now like it's going to be <laughs> so I long. I can do that too. Seriously like okay um about the friendship thing. To be honest before like okay if my friends actually like my current friends or my ex friends who ex friends wow <laughs> that sounds real sad. That is a thing. You you cannot act like it isn't a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. If they actually listen to this they're going to be like wow what the hell but to be honest i <laughs> like i never felt like 
I had a friend. Like I actually, when that's kind of not true. So when I was like growing up, when I was like a toddler or something. Okay, one specific thing we Indians or maybe it's just a specific thing about Bengalis. We like measure age not by years but by classes in which we were studying in school. <laughs> like. such a Indian yeah it, it is quite true like when I was in class 3-4 or something I remember having so many friends and I was like whoa I'm the king I felt like that all the time all the time in school and then it happened like class 5 and up till class 10 and I was like kind of losing friends in that process and then class 11 happened and I was like whoa I gotta make friends now because I felt like my section was changing and every person I knew was not in my class. So I did not have to cope up with the fact that I don't have as much close friends as they were among themselves. And so I started like making friends. And that's when I met you, Tanisha, obviously, along with <laughs> a few yeah. others. And I really thought that like when I first met you, you were just laughing around and I don't know, <laughs> you were cracking jokes constantly. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. I really thought that you were like this person with a million friends. <laughs> As yes. It always looked like that. I don't you know. Were, like, you were yeah. constantly surrounded by people. You cannot it deny was, that. It was weird. Yeah, I know. Because I was surrounded by people whom I didn't know. And I like kind of put up that act for like months. And it became an image. Like it was like my professional image that become in school like I was the one of okay I was not the popular kid obviously but I was one of them maybe I, I don't know I, I was yeah not. you kind of were like you know yeah. popularity I don't, I don't know about the other side but I definitely know that popularity comes in like two sections some people are popular popular in a way like people are interested interested in them and some uh-huh. people are like popular friends you know like the person with a million friends ah uh, yeah that is like also a kind of popular I don't know about the first thing. It can be true. I don't know. <laughs> but the second thing, that kind of was the category I like thought you were in because oh. you were constantly surrounded by people. And I guess like that was also the time I was absolutely frustrated because in our section, I literally knew three people. And, <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I, I knew more people than that. But remember, there was this kid who was always trying to kill me. <laughs> uh, oh yes I remember I yeah. remember the kid I with mean, the steel he, bottle I, I'm, uh. <laughs> yeah like he would bash my head with a steel like he didn't really think he was going to, I hope so okay. he didn't really want it just for the listeners it's not that serious as much she is making out to me like she is like okay he was kind of not that hard <laughs> no, okay so you know bullies are supposed to be cruel but he would just smile like somebody gave him a lollipop <laughs> and then he would bash uh, everybody yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was so separate like, this has been happening since I was in seventh standard so see Lord again my soul. <laughs> measuring our age through classes that's the true thing uh, so yeah I guess that also, Tanisha, the fact that you say that, like, you know what? I was in a phase when I wanted people to be my friends more than ever, rather than I had friends. That was what it was. That 
is sad. That is sad. And uh, but I was happy back then because I was actually actively trying to make friends. And unfortunately, most of them didn't think I was cool enough to be in their group or whatever because I neither smoke, neither do I drink. Did anybody? Huh? Yeah, I never do that, but they used to. So but no, I know you don't do that. Who did that? Like I know people who smoke, but who the hell drinks? Many people do. I mean, many people. That do. is stupid. I know. If you went to the excursion, you would have known Tanisha. You would have known. Okay, I didn't go. <laughs> yeah. So not yeah. allowed anywhere. I, I didn't go to a movie alone. I just told <laughs> you. <that. laughs> So I guess then the quarantines happened and uh, I mean, I was kind of not in the peak, but I was middle in the halfway of like making so many friends that I would lose myself in that world, in that imaginary world. <laughs> but then uh, it kind of, everyone got blocked out of my world because the COVID-19 pandemic happened. And then I lost contacts. Like, it was literally like, I remember people saying that as in many people text you, right? And I was like, no, people don't because they were only talking to me when it was in real life. Like, when they could physically feel my presence, only then they would like kind of acknowledge my presence. And now that they can't, they don't... Uh, emphasize my existence and I don't matter to them and that was the point when I felt like that's like real sad I mean not having friends is something else but having so-called friends and them not paying any heed to your existence that's like hurting sad and I guess that's the point when I thought that I need a change in my definition of friendship and then a black hole period happened throughout 2020. And then when I emerged like halfway through 2021, as I always say, it's like my re-emerging or something. It's a new day halfway through 2021. I found myself and amongst many things that I discovered and understood and became clear to me, it was the definition of friendship. Like every friend, if and this is the real, like, the real definition of friends is not the Oxford definition of friends. <laughs> it's but, it's the it's what matters to you, like exactly. the definition that matters to you. People who are non-judgmental, people with whom I can share my thoughts or beliefs, and people who um, have like we have a common ground of beliefs, because I firmly believe this that uh while you can be friends in spite of having different opinions, you cannot be friends when you, the opinions are polar opposites. Like polar opposites as in someone is a homophobic person and someone is a queer person. You can't be friends. You can never be friends. That's just impossible to happen. That <laughs> would be a catastrophe. But, <laughs> yeah. No, the thing you're talking about is, uh, is you know, uh, things you can actually sit down and say, this is right, this is wrong. But there are a lot of things, uh, like, you can't, I guess that's true. Like, you cannot be stark different to each other. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. like, yeah. The thing is, if you're absolutely same, something just won't click. That has also happened. Like, 
I used to have this friend of mine and the two of us were basically the same person, at least as children. I'm talking about like years ago. ব্যাকগ্রাউন্ড we did like we we really did like we really connected but at the same time there is a thing you know like when somebody is absolutely like you there is this little thing that it kind of some feels like, like a clone and not a friend yeah like that is what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah yeah it is kind of weird too i've like, been through I that it has to but, be like yeah. somewhere midway yeah it's it's it has to be on the spectrum you just cannot be the same person mm-hmm. and you just cannot be the polar opposite person you have to be somewhere in between and and also another thing like i feel like every friendship should should have its own speciality or something some special flavor to it like i have a friend yeah. with whom i can uh, like talk about or uh, share notes on popular culture and something about the hip hop culture and people actresses uh, actors and uh, pop stars and singers songwriters it's uh, and i can hang out with them in the malls and take instagram pictures and we can think about those things while for you tanisha it's like more therapy sessions and obsessing over storybooks <laughs> and recording podcasts and talking about mental health and other sides of like yeah i know parts. right like yeah. it is so so different like i remember uh, last year it was last year yeah it was last year so uh, you know uh, the two other girls i'm talking about like we all have been close uh, throughout our life but we like the things we like was more what can i say we would talk about books and stuff like that but there was this particular day you know uh, like we all were on video call and we were talking to each other and suddenly we started talking about cooking which is something none of us knew how to do but yeah like we started talking about cooking because uh you know one of the other two people i'm talking about cooked for the first time that day and mm-hmm. then we went on for you know talking about cooking for two hours and when i came <laughs> out of it like we all obviously we love books more than we love cooking but for some very strange reason that day i felt more connected to them if that even makes any sense because uh, it wasn't something i have ever done with anybody i don't sit for an entire hour talking about cooking when i only know how to like fry something or <laughs> make maggi uh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah yeah there are so many different kinds of it right like it doesn't exactly need to be you know about sharing the ultimate secrets or like it it can be it absolutely can be i did tell you a lot of things that a lot of people don't know i do tell my best friend a lot of things that a lot of people don't know because like we are people and we cannot just broadcast everything everywhere right but yeah. at the same time it it can be something as simple as <laughs> clicking for taking like 400 pictures in the same day and not being pissed at each other oh <laughs> yeah right I mean, like yeah. 
it can be that simple too like that, to to accept that the other person is going to lie down at the middle of a freaking field <laughs> and just be like click my picture oh by the way this okay episode yeah these episodes are going to be explicit so i'm going to add the tag of explicit to them so it's not a freaking road it's a fucking road <laughs> anyways <laughs> oh i have gone so out of practice in case of cussing i don't know when i was still going to school i it was it was also strange you know that particular thing that you feel like you have to cuss to be cool i don't exactly oh There's man so many things i tried that's exactly one of those things that i abandoned in like 2020 or something like as i said my great revelation of myself i just gave my <laughs> life history a specific chapter name wow good um so th- before when the great revelation of myself was happening i used to be the person who would cuss i mean i was i, I wasn't a very violent cusser right i was not one of them but i used to cuss as like kind of a gentle a sporty you know a buddy cusser kind of way <laughs> <laughs> like so, i basically cussed to be included exactly that's that that's what, what i did it was. exactly that is what it was and then i understood i realized that that doesn't match my branding i'm not that kind of person and i'm not doing that because if you think you can include me then you would include me for who i am if i don't offer cussing it's because that's not what i am as a person so yeah that's me <laughs> yeah pretty much i you know there is so many strange things uh <clears throat> like i'm talking about a friends group of mine and uh, out there like i don't know why but i have always i along with like uh, two or three other people like we have been baby for some reason they just decided <laughs> we are two year olds or something and so when uh, we got to know that our cussing part it was not about being included because we were kind of been included but it was about being you know accepted like a semi adult we weren't adults then but it was kind of being accepted like a semi adult except that i am a grown up too except you don't uh-huh. have to make me cross the road because i'm going to uh-huh. hit a car no that is not going to happen i am <laughs> i can i can take care of myself i'm a grown up person too but it was like you know They, they kind of had to think I was a baby and I was like, no, I'm not a baby. I can't cuss. So yeah, oh. that was your best story. <laughs> I don't think I ever <laughs> came across you cussing. I, I don't remember. I don't have a memory. <laughs> I, no, no. I don't think so because um, something happened uh, around the time of class. standard 9 or standard 10 again measuring by class uh-huh. so uh, around that time uh, there like our section was one of the coolest places in that among the school everybody knew that every teacher knew that that it was uh-huh. like the epitome of all the people doing stupid stuff so <laughs> what happened was i also wanted to be a part of the badass clan i started cussing and obviously uh, i already told you like m- m- one of my closest friends my best friend uh, didn't exactly like that thing and i wasn't a fan of that either but i kind of did that like i said to be included to be a part of the clan or uh, whatever so i didn't actually tell it uh, anywhere anywhere outside like i wouldn't any do that anywhere else and you just don't come 
to your friends and be like, you know, I cuss amongst my other friends. It is not something they tell somebody. Uh-huh. So basically, what was like, she never knew that I did try or at least try cussing at school. So what happened was, uh, some other friend of mine uh, actually went ahead and told her that you know uh, she cusses nowadays, and she was like, no. If you uh, ever tell anything about her behind my back like this, I will never ever believe that. So uh, when I heard it, it was the most random, strange, cozy feeling that I did that. But at the same time, I knew like somebody who thought that this is this as like something bad. That person came to my defense out of nowhere, and like that was such a cozy feeling. But at the same time, it also made me. realized that no i i wasn't really a fan of cursing i mean i wasn't a fan before but i it is just not me and this entire wanting to be cool thing was kind of getting to me because it was you know a, the way you, like when it's winter you wear the you wear the school sweater and you go there and then you open the sweater and you tie uh-huh. it around your waist because that's cool <laughs> and i was shivering but i was trying to be cool and that was the most illogical thing i mean i do a lot uh, of illogical things but i don't know like you get it right like yeah. those little things that made no sense i could just if i was really warm i could have just put it inside the bag yeah no, like I, i had to tie it like 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 i mean i remember people tying their blazers on their waist i am like what the hell but yeah that was the weirdest part see that My blazer was that. already too much of a oversized garment. <laughs> no, also like the same uh, things that go along the line would be like wearing your cap backwards or wearing your jackets without mm-hmm. uh, wearing your sleeves, like just on your shoulders, and posing for that in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Those look yeah. cool in movies, but they kind of look dumb in real life. Just think exactly. about doing that and so- trying to solve an equation. Or 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 try doing that, and then someone pulls the jacket off your shoulder and runs away. Like how about that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah. That would be dying from secondhand embarrassment because you didn't saw that. <laughs> First hand would be ah. something else. Ah. So how did your beginning of the year go after like the year started and everything? To be honest, like uh, last year was kind of so dark for me that I kind of started. Okay, before even I start with this year, let me just say that I went to therapy and that continued for six months, and um, I did not feel exactly that it was helping me. I don't know why. When I continued therapy, because you are supposed to continue therapy because that helps supposedly, like. when you have a vent so it at some point it would help you because when or maybe it's more like it's more like it would cushion the changes or things that would hurt you maybe some way therapy basically helps you mentally that's the notion for me it was like it kind of started me it it was more like a bottle opener but it was not the cups and the glasses that contained the liquid it was just the bottle opener and it was just literally okay the reason i stopped going to therapy was because kind of like i was not feeling that it was helping me also at the same time the person who i went to therapy like i 
got ther- my therapist was basically someone my parents knew or something and that was the weirdest part because i was like i don't want to go that to is th- weird yeah i mean you know that personally too because i know that you mm. know that so mm-hmm. yeah so that was the weirdest part and i was like i'm not comfortable sharing everything here also added to that it's like because therapy is kind of costly like maybe not some sessions like counseling is not as costly as therapy but therapy for a long term it's like a it's like a commitment thing which requires money which requires patience which requires time and yeah so it's not that convenient for every person on earth and at the point of 6 like 6 months was over and it was starting to cost a loss um, cost a lot my english sorry but i mean yeah but at that point it did help me and some way which was it made me conscious that i am hurting because i started going to therapy because i was emotionally numb for we or months that is the worst thing honestly to feel that uh, you know something should hurt you and not even being able to you know kind of yeah. express it to yourself and i i don't know like that it is so strange the way it that feels... entire numbness craw- crawls into your soul yeah. like it is and it feels like you are living it 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 just makes you feel like you are a walking skeleton of some sort like a corpse yeah. a corpse and but a corpse that stopped rotting literally like it's not even rotting at yeah, this there's point. no it change just... happening it's just existing <laughs> kind of it's like it is it has been deserted by the viruses and bacteria or whatever that makes anything rot which is so strange <sighs> yeah like after that it kind of um I kind of started taking care of myself in some way and I I don't know I have never said this before in my life ever but over the course of past 2 3 months I've said this so many times to my parents like I don't care what happens to others but I would I prioritize myself over anyone right now and I have never been able to say that ever in my life I'm lucky even like proud that i have said that because i don't know it takes guts and it takes experience and it takes a lot of being selfish which is exhausting by the way for people like me you know it isn't even about being selfish selfish uh somebody who's selfish would not prioritize others happiness and would just think about themselves but it is what you are talking about is not putting your desire in uh, you know before others needs it is putting your needs before others needs and i don't really think you can call yeah. that selfish that is just literally nature that and like you know it is the like i would say this dumbest quote ever used in a movie but at the same time it is one of the most what can i say actually applicable quotes uh there was a quote in a movie called bajrangi bhaijan uh-huh. uh, and i am not going to quote it i'm just going to say what it meant so uh, you know the air hostesses ask you 
to uh, make sure that you are wearing your own oxygen mask before you help the other person. So they're not telling you do not help the other person. You obviously should, but wear your own mask before that. Make sure that you survive before. Only if you survive, you can make sure that others are okay, right? That we makes are here to so live, much sense. Not, yeah, we are here to live, not to play soldiers. Ah. Uh. Oh man, only if I had listened to that, actually, like I have obviously watched the movie, but only if I had listened to that, I took that as my life lesson. Like, oh, so yeah, back to 2021. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like literally I started recovering. Yeah, it's 2021. <laughs> so I was kind of recovering from that dark place and I was doing kind of great, uh, like at the end of 2020, as in great not as in living and mentally, but great as in recovering. Uh, and by 2021, like it literally took me until and unless our board exams got cancelled, that I actually like sat down and I could get some time to myself, and I was like, this is the point when I can arrange my world. as i wanted to be and that was the point when i became me the me who is speaking right now to the point that i don't even feel I like i existed before that i don't know why i don't even feel like i existed before that like all the relations all the beliefs that i had all the things that i learned and all the movies that i watched all the quotes that i used all the cringy facebook posts that i made all my existence was like it is was that an emulation or something like because i don't feel like i existed before i don't know i was like literally trying to be someone who have seen thousands of people in the society and i was just trying to become a part of the society but instead i chose to become myself and that was the thing that i'm so proud of that that oh my god like that is so true you know so so many times we kind of lose a part of ourselves to fit in somewhere it is exhausting it is exhausting to be a part of anything that you weren't meant to be i don't know like exactly that gosh why that, <laughs> why like you know the term society is so vague because it means you know a part where all the people belong but at the same time it is the most judgmental thing ever like oh. it is supposed to be the no, place yeah. where everybody has to belong right yeah why <laughs> i it is the smallest things that they're going to judge you for and i don't know like, i still don't know it just ah yeah bah <laughs> i don't know i remember when last year at the end of the year uh one particular incident like uh, we were at school and uh, we all were kind of talking to each other each other and then you were somewhere there and then we tried to like look for you and then you weren't and i, I remember like Uh, uh that i when i got back home i was like why on earth did you go back without even telling anybody like why and now now uh, I, i get it i kind of get it like what was going on like yeah yeah i, I just remember i just remember that experience like 
that was one of my like that that was the time when i was in my that was not even my darkest phase that was in my recovery stage <laughs> i was still recovering but yeah that was the point when i was like i remember standing there in front of the school every student talking to each other their friends and i just i just felt like i'm a lone star in the outer space and there are so many planets with so many satellites but i have none and i i'm just standing there floating in the air with no companion and just like what if i just choose not to exist at this point at this place and that was what made me escape and i know that's very escapist of me but escaping from that oh, position know, uh, that made me comfortable Yeah. The feeling you're talking about, um, like my mother accompanied me to school that day because I was going after a long time and I wasn't really ready to go anywhere and face people. I do remember that I had completely given up on the fact that I could face human beings ever again. So I went there and when I first got there, I got a little early than others because there was some form fill-ups that I had to do before that. So uh, I literally stood behind her at the beginning and I was like, No, I, I I don't know how to talk to anybody. I I <laughs> mother was like, and my mother is the person who thinks everybody is supposed to be her friend because somehow she makes friends so quickly. Like I cannot even talk to people I know with the kind of uh, you know uh, warmness warmth she talks to strangers with. Like she would just walk <laughs> to a room and make ten friends in ten minutes. So I never got that talent from her or whatever. <laughs> so gift. <laughs> That's more yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every time I walk, I walk anywhere, any place she has been in, like twenty people come up and say hi. I never got that. So here I was standing behind her, and I was like, I don't know how to talk to them. She's like, <laughs> what? They are your friends, and I'm like, yeah, I know that, but I don't know. Like I was standing. You know, Others, others would know, but you would know. Like that tree, that was like the big ass tree that was uh, like far from the school, and yeah. I was literally hiding behind it, <laughs> me and my mother, and that was the most ridiculous thing. And then I had to call like my my friend, and she said that I in fifteen minutes still like, and then I. She, Should I name people? No, like another person, like you know, our common friend. Another <laughs> okay. person came up, and she was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Fine," I because I knew oh, man. this person is not going to ditch me. So I was like, "Finally, someone I you should actually what? hide behind." Actually, like the moment you said "Hey" in that tone, I just understood who that person is. It just ah, uh, <laughs> this is ah. Uh, I love this. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like uh, she's still to come, but I found this person who's not going to ditch me. I just know that, like you know, some people are not going to ditch you. So uh. that uh, was like, okay, now I can talk, like I can function like a human being. And then you also came, but then you just fled, and I, I was kind of angry at you and whatever. Yeah, many people were because, as I said, that was the moment when I literally lost all contact yeah, because I. But- Because not. this is yeah. yeah, this is just you know the depiction. Like you are going through things that are just harder than telling people hi. But at the yep. at that moment, I didn't understand it. And this happens so often. Like we don't understand what other people go through, and we just we just get mad. You know, I know because I have been on the other side of the road. Like 
I have been judging people for escaping from me at the same time. I am I'm sure that you have been in my place too because I know this happens to everyone yeah. and some way in some part of your life I guess I mean that's unfortunate to be honest but I guess that's reality but yeah that happens and okay it's so- just a closed loop honestly <laughs> like <laughs> during the no conversation space. a little less gloomier so what helped while yeah. I was getting better right okay so um thousands of moral videos on youtube okay i'm going to just i would i'm going to try very hard because you know something very <clears throat> it's very personal to me but again it's so real that my actually well-being of my mental health was so accompanied by my youtube phases it is so weird but it's so true okay so when i was like in the beginning of the quarantine as i said i was like super happy and this was a chill this is like an extended vacation kind of way so i was like yeah that's cool and that was the point when i first discovered lele singh and i was like and that's a loophole because that's like you just go down that rabbit hole and you never return she's like this whole new universe of fun and maybe now my sense of humor has changed maybe now the type of content that i consume has changed but at that moment at that point the person i was was so attracted by that content or that kind of fun that i was like watching that all the time and i just remember like i was so happy that she has more than what thousands of she literally has thousands of videos on a youtube channel and i was like yeah i'm going to watch all of those and i spent like months watching those and then at one point i lost my laughter when i got emotionally numb and then kind of six months went on while doing that when i was recovering honestly again the person who helped me was lily singh because and this was not her main channel that was her the second channel which is the lily singh blogs and it's weird because i know like as you have uh, previously stated I don't think you have stated this in the podcast. Yeah, maybe you have told me, shared with me that yeah, you, I have probably told you. Yeah, that you kind of we haven't talked about her here. Yeah, but still, like uh, the vlog part that you feel like left out and you are doing much less of a jobs while watching vlogs, productive vlogs or anything like that. So I know that happens to you, and I am sure that happens to many people out there. But for me, it was like. finding a life that i want to live and leaving that through her that was the thing that i ah, living vicariously i yeah, see that that's that's what attracted me and i wanted that life like waking up having this long as to do list and just going through it and i don't know i i so wanted a house like i wanted her house so bad at one point and i wanted to meet her and i wanted to go to la and that i i literally like that was one point when i like used to tear pieces of paper and write what i wanted in my life and then i would roll it and put it in this water bottle that i had but i never going to use i just had this phase and i still know that there's a piece of paper right there which says meeting lily singh and i just Ah. Because it's kind of childish but 
it might be not because at that point it was like the most important thing in my world then again my world has changed at this point but still i feel like <laughs> my getting better like the fact that i got better from that position i owe a lot like a lot with capital l o n t to the lisic like yeah yeah and you know you say that maybe that's childish like i don't think people even use the term childish properly because what is a childish like something a child would do i don't think childs make bucket lists honestly and if they do they don't like, make proper bucket lists but it is thing like we talk about childish things in a way that that's something you you just innocently want and yeah it is such a bittersweet thing to just associate anything that is innocent to a child oh. like and anything yeah, grown past childhood cannot have that innocence cannot have that sweetness it is such a better sweet thing no then um so after lilisi now i literally went through these uh youtubers and then this pop star who is going to come up soon and i i just know that the next episode which <laughs> I mean we are going to divide this into two episodes right so i guess this episode <laughs> is going to end kind of soon but not now so <laughs> i i just know that i'm going to like blab about her in the next episode so much and have so much to talk about anyways um to so the next person who kind of helped me was was that was that her tara So the next person who helped me was Emma Chamberlain because I don't know it 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 might be very weird but uh we all know like okay you don't know because you don't watch vlogs but she is like one of the model YouTubers and her, she was the person who brought this quirky editing style into the YouTube world and that that gave that was literally like just joy and stuff but then again there's another part of emma which uh developed later on as she grew older and like i it's i don't know her literal style is being herself which is weird because like why is being herself a kind of branding but she's like so relatable and so laid back like a cottage core vibes but she's the person who goes to met gala so like you get that like she is a celebrity who would wear coffee stained clothes that's her and that's the thing that attracted me so much and then she was the person basically who introduced me to this world of instagram aesthetics and all those artsy oh. parts of me yeah that has developed a kind of and yeah like all of that began with emma chamberlain and it's still going on <laughs> to be honest so the creativity and craving for this mad stressed life hustling basically hustle which is lily singh's brand word hustle that started with her then this aesthetics came from emma chamberlain and then came something so much more and so much I don't know what how to describe this and this is like this I'm getting it aha uh-huh. <laughs> this is like literally something that 
I don't know how to express in words. It's basically like something I have been basing for my entire life. Eternity. <laughs> yeah, I like. You know, <laughs> like I feel like you can relate to this. Like, uh, you know, we had these uh hit Bollywood songs in our childhood. Like we always had that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we don't like that, but maybe those songs are so kind of like. more like a bollywood hip hop kind of songs and people dance to that and so you are like yeah i like that song actually when you are not liking that song and you are, some songs are just for there to cry to like i i can agree yeah i disagree to that <laughs> yeah and then there are some songs emotional songs then there are some songs which are actually emotional but then there are some songs which are just like breakup songs which people cry to when they have breakups and you have never gone through a breakup so you don't feel that but you are like oh my god i'm so sad you try to be that just for the sake of mingling no i honestly have uh there are so so many different variations of songs you know and the entire breakup genre you're talking about it is only sad till, till the point it is not over dramatic and i uh, don't know why on earth our like bollywood industry got flooded with over dramatic breakup songs like they are so dramatic that i cannot live breathe eat without you why <laughs> i mean i get it i don't get it like, <laughs> i get like i'm not talking about like depression does come with uh, you know the entire i cannot sleep thing i cannot eat thing but no it is not like they're ta- they are not talking about their mental health they're talking about that entire person like if that person comes back it will be snap i'm cool look nothing mental health doesn't work in a snap honestly it doesn't it it, it cannot i don't know like if if anybody i at least when i think about it if somebody goes away and i am being that miserable and if that person comes back i'm going to second guess every and each and every action they <laughs> Ah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like how? 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 I I just don't understand. Things. So yeah, you get I that. Get so like actual songs which <laughs> yeah. uh, people like, and so you tend to like. Like you don't tend to like them, but you pretend to like them, but you actually don't. <laughs> so I feel like when I discovered this pop star, I felt like throughout my life, all the songs that I've been listening to was basically that. I was just trying to find solace in something, which was not it, which was not there. And then I listened to this song, "I Love You," and I cried. And then it, I, I'm pretty sure that was the second song that I, or maybe even the first song that I saved in my Spotify that I liked. It's like the first song in my liked songs, something like that. And then. I didn't pay attention to who that singer was. I'm pretty sure about that. And then I spent like months and months. And then I was like, this was when I was in my recovering stage. That's when it like somehow my brain convinced me to check that. And then I was like, I can't find this specific because I had no taste. I had no aesthetic. I had no like uh, choice. I had not figured out myself. So. I did not have a taste in music. I did not know which genres I liked. I did not. I basically knew nothing. And this was the first time when I was I started listening to English songs because that's Spotify. And I did not like exactly my Spotify page. It looked like it's all Bollywood because, to be honest, not everything in Bollywood is aesthetic. 
it's a very specific aesthetic which works for many people but maybe not me so uh <laughs> so i started listening to english songs and then i discovered her ladies and gentlemen her <laughs> belly eilish i'm going to tada i knew from the beginning she's going to come up because she i know is. you it is literally like kind of entangled with your entire persona existence yeah it is it is she is and i'm going to like go off about that in the next episode okay obviously you're getting it we are kind of messing everything up because we are trying to you know make this a part 1 and part 2 thing so we will be recording we will be continuing to record so it will be kind of like an extended uh, the second episode is going to be kind of an extension of this one so if you did like it i'm pretty sure you would like the next one so please go check out check it out on new year's day if you're listening this uh, to this before it and if if like if you're listening to this after new year's please go right now and check it out and so with that i would really like to say bye this time so yeah it is not really bye because we are still going to record so, yeah. <laughs> yeah bye to you guys for this episode bye you know to what? you guys not not you bye bye to our audience you know what this is the episode when we don't do our social promotions so that's something special too <laughs> you are an evil mastermind ah so yeah that's it of this episode this is this is again sounding like just another regular episode no i'm not going to say that check out the next episode you are going to check out i believe you guys come on yeah we trust in you you cannot break our trust you know Did what guys you know question gaslighting <laughs> you know what like do send us voice messages please like we literally die for it we are literally yeah uh we want to listen to your voices your sweet little voices we want to listen to them that was creepy that was not soothing that was creepy that is, <laughs> i my jaw is still hanging open what is <laughs> that that is cringy that you is know cringy creepy. Okay. you know what okay yeah it's over <laughs> this episode is over yeah, love so you much. and love yourself yeah Tada bye. bye stay tuned bye. have a good life bye i don't even know i am going to make try to make him sane don't worry guys bye okay come on let's do our signature bye 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 bye, bye. bye. bye.